dark fiber Africa's propriety um, and the one that's obviously currently going on between um, um, dark fiber and Zimatel. Um, so that's obviously an investment that they did make and obviously just wait for that to come through quite nice before the portfolio. Um, but as far as we obviously have seen competition, particularly for this space, um, due to the infrastructure um, that has been taking place and also a lot of competitors coming into the space. Mm, mm. Yeah, and and I guess uh, some of the other traditional firms that often drive the profitability, how is that Rainbow Chicken Limited uh, business done? Um, and also, I guess, some of the investments out in the world of insurance. Yeah, so um, the group obviously having quite a big stake um, in Mediclinic. Um, the largest investment is about 44.6% stake in Mediclinic. Um, and then they've got that 30.6% stake in Outsurance. Um, so those um, businesses, they're indicating that um, they are currently experiencing a tough economic conditions. And um, so they are also indicating that there will be some significant changes to the portfolio um, just to obviously turn around just the risk profile and the diversification profile of the of the portfolio, but also take into consideration um, the restructuring that has taken place in the last two years with the unbundling of a lot of investments that they did have. Mm-hmm. And of course, they've declared a dividend. Correct. So, yeah, even though in the tough economic environment um, that they're currently in, um, the company um, upped its dividend um, amid this obviously tough economic environment, mm. um, indicating that um, headline earnings increased by 5.5% to about just over $2.53 billion. Um, so that um, shareholders, they're um, getting an interim dividend of $0.80 cents, um, per share, which was which is actually $0.30 um, cents higher than the payout received from sh- uh, shareholders um, in the prior period. Mm, mm. Then, of course, the other, um, I guess, in relation to, uh, uh, you know, the latest um, coming out of the Federal Reserve, which might give us some clues because we do know uh, it's often, I guess, very much a following act on the mm. part of many central bankers um, in the emerging world. Um, yeah, uh, it seems... You know, a lot of people were expecting some monetary easing on the part of the Federal Reserve in the United States uh, within this particular year. Uh, but it seems the Fed giving uh, some different language now and uh, suggesting that, you know, the American economy continues to be subjected to significant heat and that uh, they might have to uh, hike rates even further. Uh, certainly bad news for many of us here. Yeah, so the Federal Reserve Chair, Jerome Powell, yesterday evening, our time, um, communicating the rate increase um, that took place yesterday um, by the Federal Reserve Bank, and just also highlighting particularly the policymakers on that side um, that they are trying to still curb um, inflation, and inflation continues to remain their number one concern. Um, so you did, uh, you are right in saying um, there was um, prior to about last month or so we did get communication that um, interest rates would tamper down. Um, but obviously, with the last two weeks, where we've seen some of the um, challenges in the banking system, um, but federal, um, the Federal Reserve Bank um, indicating that even with the light of the banking system problems and challenges, um, there is a potential to see an end to rate increases campaign sooner um, than obviously two weeks ago when we first heard of the Silicon Valley Bank and obviously the calamity that came afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess uh, certainly on our end, uh, just judging from the inflation numbers and what is driving inflation and with where we are, highly unlikely that those inflationary expectations are going to be anchored anywhere near the uh, midterm range, uh, which might mean what? Yeah, so our NPC and Monetary Policy Committee do meet um, from next to Tuesday with 
which the governor, central bank governor, will deliver the potential bad news this week Thursday um, of a potential um, rate hike um, on the back of this news that's from the Federal Reserve Bank. But we've also seen, um, particularly today, um, the likes of other central banks, we've seen the Bank of England also um, raising interest rates today. Um, we've still also seen the European Central Bank also coming to into the, raising the interest rates. So it is um, the R-selling suit in terms of what has taken place yesterday evening. Um, so there is a potential probability that um, we were hoping for 25 basis points, but I think with the Fed um, increased by 25 basis points, and, and we do see and hear particularly commentary from economists saying that there could be potential for 50 basis point hike. And on the back of also the, the news that came out on Tuesday with um, that they say, um, with that CPI number of 7%, which is obviously um, higher than uh, market um, analysts had obviously anticipated. So, yeah, it, it is uh, quite a challenging period. Um, and we do know, particularly from that 7% number, um, food prices was obviously um, the big catalyst and also energy prices was a big um, contributor to um, that CPI um, CPI numbers of things to things. Yeah, so I don't think we will be getting a reprieve anytime soon. Um, so, yeah, we'll just have to obviously continue to tighten up our um, a bit further. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess uh, only time will tell uh, to what degree that path uh, of interest rates will follow. But uh, it certainly doesn't portend well for many credit active people who are listening to us tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's shift our attention now to Apple. Uh, they seem to think there might be, a, yeah, I guess a pot of gold at the end of the English Premier League rainbow. Yeah, particularly in the region of the UK. So Apple Inc., um, which is considering um, bidding for the streaming rights um, for a range of English football games, uh, and particularly in the UK. Um, we've seen um, the group having um, significant ambitions just to increase competition and, and also take market share away from um, the likes of Amazon.com, um, who's obviously penetrated that market quite significantly. Um, and also we've seen um, Apple in the last few years um, move their streaming platforms and rights um, for sports with the number of deals that they have, particularly in the US, um, such as the Major League um, Baseball and Soccer. Um, so that's those are some of the streaming deals that they currently have. So now they are bidding for the streaming rights um, to um, the biggest football competition, Premier League games in the UK. Um, and that's who obviously should they um, be fruitful and come through with that. Um, that will be obviously available on the Apple TV Plus um, subscription basis. Um, so yes, if that comes through, the package could um, start from 2024, mm. and particularly um, a lot of these artists are just indicating that. And we do know the likes of your Sky Sports, um, BBC Sports, and Amazon um, having a significant um, share of subscribers in the UK um, for the um, EPL. Um, which is obviously televised uh, not only in the UK but also in the US. And um, however, Comcast and NBC Sports um, currently has that deal, which is um, set to run until 2027. Mm. Now, now I guess the you know the other dynamic that I, I'm trying to wrap my head around here um, when it comes to this one is what lessons, if at all, can some of these streaming video on demand platforms that are being built, be it by Amazon, Apple, or any of the other entities, Netflix or whomever learn from how, for instance, multi-choice was able to leverage the access that they had to, you know, a broadcasting rights for the English Premier uh, Premiership, uh, which has certainly, I guess, allowed them to dominate the pay uh, TV or pay, I guess, uh, p- pay-per-view 
you know, a, a market across the continent. Um, I mean, it seems that they, to some degree, are much further ahead insofar as that is concerned, and uh, which might give, I guess, uh, their own platform, which is called Showmax, uh, a bit of a leg up. Yeah, correct. So we, I think when a few weeks ago when um, we did talk about that um, Showmax deal that they're also currently doing with a, a, a number of a, a joint venture partnership that they're currently doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have gotten it right, but I think particularly in the market such as the US and the UK, um, the market there is quite is very much more mature, particularly than the South African market. Um, so they. Um, data is not as expensive as it is in South Africa, where here we still depend on, um, well, electricity is not uh, our best friend at the moment, but um, we still, um, a lot of the households still make use of the decoder um, in terms of watching their various um, platforms of premium subscriptions that they do have. Um, so it, it, the, the particular continent, um, they do have an edge, uh, multi-choice, um, but I think it would be quite difficult, particularly for um, other particularly streaming services to, to tap into this market in terms of um, the deal um, the, the deal that uh, MultiChoice does have um, for some of these um, broadcasting rights for a lot of these sports. So they, in Africa, they really do much have an edge, but um, in terms of the mature markets, um, I think that is obviously a, a space that is very much uh, quite so competitive, um, and particularly the barriers to entries particularly aren't as high and um, Africa, particularly with the Mm, mm. Yeah, uh, and I guess just as we wrap up, uh, StatsSA putting out some uh, net exports numbers, uh, Akona, which I found quite interesting here. Uh, and it seems, yeah, uh, if we compare January of uh, last year and uh, some of the overhang from the pandemic, things opening up uh, insofar as trade is concerned. Yeah, so that's come, um, SA coming out with uh, latest numbers um, for the unit value indices, um, which is a measure of changes in export prices um, of locally produced commodities and also changes in prices um, of imported commodities. So just maybe touching on the exports, um, as it indicated, the annual numbers um, did provide some good relief in terms of what we saw coming into 2022 with the opening of economies. Um, so that annual rate coming in at about 11% um, year on year. In terms of the drivers and contributors to that annual number, um, it has been the, um, the likes of your um, other transportation that came through quite, uh, uh, sorry, other transportation that came through quite nicely, um, but also what also came through quite nicely in terms of the exports um, was all the minerals, um, some of the metal products, machinery and equipment um, that contributed to that 11%. Um, however, on the December 2022, coming into the year of 2023 in January, um, there was a slight decrease in exports um, of, of approximately 0.9%. Um, and then the detractor particularly to that um, has been your other um, transportations that did uh, work that number. But just moving on to the imports, um, that annual number also faring quite well, um, up 10.3%. Um, the biggest contributors to that annual number um, just being a lot of the metal products, machinery, mm. equipment that came through quite nice and, and then other transportation costs, um, which relates to the likes of your paper, paperboard, um, pharmaceutical um, products um, and rubber plastic products um, that came through quite nicely mm. for, for the imports here. Akona, we'll leave it here for tonight. Uh, but also, I guess, uh, on a bit of a sadder note, uh, you know, this um, might be the last time we speak in this way. Uh, we will certainly, of course, continue to uh, uh, check in with what's happening out in the markets and get analysis. But uh, it might be in a much different manner. So I want to just register while we're still on the terrestrial platform. 
my deep appreciation to you uh, for mm. for really contributing to the rich tapestry that this show has become and in particular mm. that this one segment has become um siabolela kakhulu um and yeah and swele milo meliwaka yokubulela the contribution that you've made to the segment and um yeah long may the work you do in informing us of the latest happenings in capital markets continue thank you thank you so much about your and also just congratulations to yourself for a significant milestone i think um giving a platform not only to black professionals, but black female professionals um, is extremely important. Um, so thank you very much for the opportunity that you've given us as black females um, just to just showcase in terms of what is happening. And mm. also just we can speak to the ears of those that are listening that, the, that there is a possibility for them to enter a space like this. Sure. So thank you very much to yourself. Um, but I know you're not alone. There's a whole team mm. that is obviously going with you. So thank you to yourself, but also to the broader team, Okuma at the back, that we not we don't get up to here often. Mm. Thank you very much. Ngoska kulusi swa mopte ngumam ninganen. Um, and as I said, long, long may your contribution continue. Uh, and thank you once again for your time. Thank you.